Welcome to Courageous by Crossroads Apologetics, a look into what motivates us to step out in courage and the everyday bravery of men and women like you. In each episode, we hear a personal story of bravery centered around this question. What's the most courageous thing you've ever done? And now your host, founder of Crossroads Apologetics, Jeff Johnson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Courageous Podcast. I can't wait for you to hear from my friend Kuda on today's podcast. Kuda and I attended the same uh, Oxford class last year, and this was actually recorded several months ago. Kuda and I had the opportunity to debate against one another in the old town hall in Oxford, and one thing I can tell you for sure is that Kuda is a lot smarter than I am. And that might not be that big of a deal, but um, once I listened to his testimony and heard a little bit more about his story, I realized what a courageous man he was, and that's a very, very big deal. So sit back and uh, enjoy this episode of Courageous and be encouraged as you are with uh, all the people that we get to interview here on the show about great stories of courage and um, be reminded that you've got that same kind of courage inside of you. So let's sit back and listen to uh, what Kuda has to say and hear his story of great courage. Enjoy. So born and raised in a small village in Zimbabwe, a place called Chitanga village uh, in Masuingo. A family of six, the last born parents were teachers, raised in a Catholic household, uh, baptized six days after I was born, Catholic way. Uh, lived in Zimbabwe, you know, struggled through it, eventually made it out of Zimbabwe when the economy got a bit better. Now I live and work in Zambia, I'm a lawyer by training, working for a mining company, more in services and legal work. Married, two kids, uh, two beautiful daughters. Uh, hmm. <laughs> uh, my wife my wife was and always has been Baptist, Reformed Baptist, and so yeah, moved into that when before we got married. So. Wow, that's pretty much the things that define me, my family, my religion, and yeah. That's wonderful. Growing up was tough? Harder than it should have been. Zimbabwe was tough. Yeah, yeah. Zimbabwe was tough and didn't help. I mean, so I come from the lower end of the, of the, economy, of the economy down there. Uh, I mean, I, I openly share this, but you know, things like two meals or three meals a day are not things that I took for granted as a child. Mm. but went through it and, and persevered through it and what was the thing what was the thing that got you out I think a lot of it was so dis, despite what what I look like I actually am a very very uh, firm believer in power of God funny enough ah. uh, people don't usually pick that out quite quickly but look I I have had a series of a series of events in my life which have catapulted me into a position that took me out from where I was and put me here. A lot of it had to do with hard work, but I'm also quite uh, open-minded enough to know that whenever I go back, because my parents still live in the village where we grew up, I'm open-minded enough to know when I go back, the guys I was with in primary school were better at school than I am, are still there. Mm. So I'm open-minded enough to know that it was not just, was not just my, my hard work sort of doors open for me. Yeah. Uh, my brother, my older brother who put me through school, went through um, 
pretty much a series of uh, of events where he got a scholarship, went into went into to Belgium to do a master's, met his wife there, who was Zambian. And when the Zimbabwean economy really tanked, he then moved to be with his wife in his wife's country. And as a result, end up bringing me into Zambia rather than and creating the first layer of that opportunity to work in Zambia and to work in a better economy, which has led me to where I am now. Mm. So quite a number of, of, of things just sort of fell into the place. Hand of, you see the hand of God in that? Yeah, I do. I really do. I really do. Okay. Tell me, tell me first, how do you define courage? Before I ask you what's the most courageous thing you've ever done, how would you define courage? Well, I think, I think courage is more about vulnerability for me. I think courage is accepting that you are afraid and still doing something even though you know you're afraid. That's, that's courage for me. Knowing that pretty much this is something that is out of my depth, I'm afraid to do it, and then still doing it because mm -hmm. you need to. That's courage for me. That's a great definition. I read a book a long time ago. I can't, I should be able to cite the author, but um, it was feel the fear and do it anyway. Hmm. It's exactly what you're, you're talking about, just being afraid and then just still pressing through and doing the yeah. other thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kuda, this is the reason why we're doing this podcast is because I believe, I'm a firm believer that everybody's done something courageous in their life. Yeah. And some people may not recognize it, but everybody's done something courageous. And so the question was put to me a long time ago, Jeff, what's the most courageous thing you've ever done? And that had a profound impact on me because it made me go through my mm. thought pattern of stuff that I've, fears that I've had and things that I've walked through and whatever. Mm. Um, so anyway, I'd ask you that question. What's the most courageous thing you've ever done? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, when you mentioned it the first time, I, I, I thought about it and I thought I had an answer. And then last night I thought about it again, thought I had an answer. And every time I think I have an answer, I realize what I thought was an answer actually isn't the most courageous thing that I've ever done. And maybe a bit left field, uh, but because of where I've come from and what I'm doing now, when I sit as a regional head for a multi-billion dollar company, heading a large number of people, right? And I say this out loud to people uh, that I couldn't speak English growing up. People, people like to comment I'm more spoken, but that's purely because my mother once got me uh, a student's companion and gave it to me and told me to learn how to read English, you know, mm -hmm. and how to say, words in English. So my language was developed from reading actual dictionary and actual, uh, you know, a student's companion to learn that. And what I point out to is I never spoke to a Caucasian person until I was 24. Really? Really. Hmm. I'd never had a chance to meet one. I knew they existed because, you know, we had a TV, but I'd never had a chance to do that. Right. Mm. And when I was 27, I was thrust into an organization which is multinational organization and quickly promoted to the point where I was heading all these people. And I went through uh, quite a large amount of, of, of imposter syndrome. And a large part of that said to me, I don't belong here. 
because how am I just this young boy leading and, and being a boss of all of these people? And it was actually harder to do my job back then. And as a result, I actually got to a stage where going to work day to day became the hardest bit of, of my life. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, accepting that I've taken on this challenge and I'm going to do it was, was quite difficult for me. And I think one of the most courageous things I've ever had to do was to sit with myself and reflect on myself and on my personal journey and accept that I have failings and challenges, but I've overcome and therefore grant myself the courage to go to work and mm. to lead the teams that I lead now in a way that, that says, I accept that I might not be the perfect definition of how a person arrives here, but I'm here now and I'm the one who's going to do it. So quite different from like a light bulb moment where you, where, you know, you see a lion and you, you punch it in the face or something. Uh, but I think my act of courage was more a, a, a mental realization and a system reworking of myself to try and overcome, overcome the challenges that came with where I was now in life. Mm. And that for me sort of ticks that box. I think that's fantastic feeling like maybe you didn't measure up or you weren't qualified or any of that sort of thing, but yet the door was open and so you walked through it anyway. Yeah. That's absolutely the definition of courage. <laughs> That's fantastic. So what do you think, what would you tell somebody else, maybe this is a better question, what would you tell somebody else um, to encourage them to either be brave, act courageously, uh, feel that fear and do it anyway, what encouragement would you give our listeners to, to do that? I, I think it all starts with an honest conversation with oneself. And uh, I, I think different people have those conversations in different setups. Other people have those conversations in confessional. Other people have those conversations when they're, you know, drunk and, 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 and talking to the, to the bartender across the bar. Other people have those in different set, setups, right? But I think it starts with you being honest enough to have the honest conversation with yourself. I think that's the first step to any courageous move you make, right? Whatever it is that, that, that you think is the big problem, being honest enough to know that it's a problem and to convince yourself it's a problem and to know exactly where you are within that problem structure, mm -hmm. what you can do, what you can't do. That first honest conversation is, I think, the most critical part. And I think, to anybody who wants to change their life by being more courageous in certain setups, I think it's about finding your comfort zone and being honest with yourself first. Because only when you're honest with yourself do you then realize the shortcomings and the actions you need to do to take that step of courage that you want to take. And until you are honest about where you are sitting and what you need to do, you just can't do that. So I think the first step by and large is have the honest conversation with yourself. You can lie to everybody else, but the one person that you can't lie to is yourself because it's all in your brain. Mm. Can't lie to yourself. That's a great way to put it. Is there somebody that you admire for their courage? Is there somebody, if you think about somebody who's been very courageous mm -hmm. or done a courageous act or just lived a courageous life, is there somebody that comes to mind? Mm -hmm. You know, I, 
So my life has been inspired in different stages by, by several people. Right? And my dad is a very, very huge impact on who I am and in terms of the instilling the, the, the virtues and values that I live by. I think he did a good job at it. Uh, I like to give an example and, and I say this to my close friends and I say this to my wife all the time. Uh, I remember my father uh, eventually heading up an, an organization during the land reform program in Zimbabwe where he was responsible for parceling out uh, farming equipment to, to newly resettled farmers and we just acquired a farm. And there was an application list, you had to fill an application form, drop it off, and then there was this whole list and then there would be a committee which he chaired allocating the things according to the list. And I remember when the allocations were done, we had nothing allocated to us. And that's because, and dad put it very bluntly to us, well, we applied late and so we were further down the list. Well, but you were the one dealing with this. You could have changed our lives financially by doing that. And what sat with me at the time was these rules, and if there's rules and regulations, you follow them. And there are so many steps in my life where had I not had that core essential lesson, I would have gone very wrong and my life would have turned out this way. And, and, and so that's a person that I take as a role model in terms of, in terms of a structure of how to, how to navigate life by staying within the bounds. Another person I take as a, mm. as a very good inspiration is, is, is one of the people I work with now, a gentleman by the name Anthony Mukutuma. Anthony is a pretty much a, well, he's a 50 year old, but grew up, grew up quite poor in Zambia, but has worked himself up to, you know, to senior management roles within mining companies, one of the sought out uh, general managers for most mining companies, copper mining companies in the world. And Anthony's story has always been about, and he's, he's, he says his story has always been about seeing the challenges and overcoming the challenges that came his way. And working closely with him now, I've come to realize and appreciate that it's not, doesn't matter how much or how accomplished you are or how small you think you are, in every role there's a requirement for an act of courage. And until you actually actively know and have those honest conversations with yourself, every time there's an act of courage required, I think you just don't go anywhere. And I see it with him every day. You see a person who's probably, you know, earning a million dollars plus a year, still struggling with some small things and having that honest feedback to you as, as a mentee and saying, hey, look, this is what I think is my is what I'm struggling with here, and I think this is what I need to do, and then you know, forwarding it on to an act of courage and mm -hmm. doing something about it and achieving something post that. So it's been very inspiring to see that even people you consider successful uh, by some metric are actually also still going through uh, uh, through things that require them to be courageous and to yeah. step out, and that almost sort of tells you that you are not unique. Mm -hmm. You are going to have issues and struggles and you're going to have moments where you feel down, but that's not just you. That, that extends to everybody. The problems might be different. Uh, maybe today you're not struggling about how, what to put in your mouth. 
you're now struggling about how to advance your career. Maybe tomorrow you're not struggling about how to advance your career and trying to expand your own business. Whatever that thing is that's keeping you awake at night, that requires that decision made, those struggles will always be there. But once you then learn what works for you in terms of doing those courageous acts to overcome those moments where the decisions are needed from you, I think then you'll always excel. You're always going to have an opportunity to exactly. be courageous. Exactly. That's wonderful. Kudi, yeah. you're a courageous man. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate no. it. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you for the friend. Look, I'm, I'm always happy to share my experiences. Thank you for joining us today on Courageous. If you'd like to hear more about the work and ministry being done at Crossroads Apologetics, please visit our home on the web at crossroadsapologetics.org. Would you or someone you know like to be featured on Courageous? Send us an email at info at crossroadsapologetics.com or info at crossroadsapologetics.org telling us about the most courageous thing you've ever done.